Hello, I am Yogini Sunita and this is Meditation, Yoga and Stuff podcast. I believe my dharma or my life's purpose is to share my understanding of meditation, yoga and Ayurveda, holistic healing science of India. I make these amazing wisdoms accessible and adaptable for present times. So let's start. Welcome everyone. I'm so happy that you're here today and listening to this podcast. Today we're going to talk about yoga and Ayurveda and what is the connection and what is this all about. So you may have heard about yoga. Yoga is a path of enlightenment. And on this path, there are eight limbs and uh, all the, I have done podcast on eight limbs. So if you're curious about it, have a listen. And these eight limbs are all uh, help us to guide towards moving towards enlightenment. You may have come across yoga asana practices, yoga classes, things like that. And uh, so that's um, in modern world, when we say yoga, usually the asana or physical movement come in the mind. That's really tiny part of yoga. Yoga is very deep and the wisdom of yoga is profound. And then we are talking about Ayurveda. Again, you may have heard about this. You may have not heard about it. So Ayurveda is healing science of India. And I have, again, I've done a podcast on that. So I have a listen to that as well. And this healing science of India is, it's a holistic science. And it is a medical science. Uh, uh, for example, there is from surgery to, you know, astrology to everything so because in Ayurveda it's believed that we are unique fingerprint of divine and we are also very a multifaceted being so Ayurveda looks at us from all angles and Ayurveda in Ayurveda prevention is the key Ayurveda looks at rhythms of the nature rhythms of our system and Ayurveda also is is, is a profound science it talks about doshas your Ayurvedic constitution. So how yoga and Ayurveda is related? Yoga and Ayurveda, we can call it like a sister branches. Yoga philosophy, especially Patanjali's Yoga Sutra and Ayurveda comes from same philosophy, which is Sankhya philosophy. The word Sankhya in Sanskrit means literally numbers. But here we're going to un- decode the Sankhya philosophy. So Sankhya philosophy, basically you may have heard about Big Bang Theory, not the TV serial, about the, the theory of the beginning of the universe. So it was believed that there was a big sound and that sound created this universe. So Sankhya philosophy go even further. Sankhya philosophy talks about the logic behind this sound and what sound it is. And the sages or the ancient beings learn this through going inwards. They learn it through meditation. They learn that the universe has sounds. And they learn that the the wisdom of the universe through meditation. So according to Sankhya philosophy, Purusha or divine or consciousness had a thought that I want to be many. Why? We don't know that. But 
it had the thought now consciousness is complete stillness it does not do anything so as soon as consciousness had this thought the creative principle of consciousness emerge and that's called prakruti according to sankhya philosophy this creative principle then started to work on it is uh, purusha and prakruti is uh, two sides of the same coin we cannot separate that and yet we are saying that it's separation so so this uh, prakruti uh, then started creating the universe and the universe uh, when the, the separation happened there was a big bang and this big bang according to sankhya philosophy the sound was om and that's why om is sound of our creation the om mantra is very powerful now when we move towards the uh, what prakruti started creating it started creating mahat mahat is basically intelligence and you will notice that the universe has intelligence and this intelligence is very very subtle so mahat is higher intelligent or you'll notice that the universe has uh, its own intelligence and this intelligence is what uh, basically planets moving the the galaxies also intelligence how the if we don't interfere how the trees will grow you know they have a beauty in that also this intelligence is also within us our breath our you know uh, intuition it all comes from this mahat then comes ahankara means ego so according to the sankhya philosophy the ahankara gives us our shape in a sense that each and every cell in our system has its own ego and that tells us tells that cell to hold that shape so ahankara in here is not in a or ego here is not in a bad sense it is mainly for the holding the shape and then comes from that a let after that comes three qualities so three qualities of this universe is purity or sattva rajas is movement and tamas is inertia we need to function in this world we need all these three qualities these are the qualities which exist i look at it in this way that the movement and the inertia or non movement is when it is balanced then it becomes the purity or sattva so let me explain a little bit if we moving too much it may not do good for our system but if we move right amount for our system then it is it does wonders similarly if we do not move and rest constantly concentrate is not good so that balance of correct movements and correct rest will create a positive vibration which becomes your sattva similarly or uh, purity in this sense or balanced state i should say now sattva also in relation to the food for example so if you are eating the food which is very spicy 
maybe it is uh, heating your system so that food can topple the rajas the guna in your system if you eat heavy food like that food which goes in your stomach and sit like brick and doesn't digest for some time then that is going to create lethargy or heaviness in your system so what if we have for example food which is going to give you energy give you energy for movement as well as uh, 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 give you rest when you need that so that kind of food then comes under sattva or balanced state so sattva and you'll notice that we have all these states in the nature so from nature point of view for example if the uh, in the state of seed the plant in the state of seed is in tamasic state when we plant the seed and the seed gets a lot of nourishment of water in the good soil it starts growing the growth is the rajasic state and then when it bears fruits and flowers that's the satvic state so this is how nature also have these qualities and sankhya philosophy go quite deep in this it talks about how uh, you know talks about our five senses our motor organs uh, and our mind is sattva or pure uh, it talks about how the the touch the sound the sight the taste and uh, the smell come under the tamas and how our experience and our being comes from tamas so all this is sankhya philosophy it's it's a mind boggling it's a really really fascinating to learn and it makes sense now from this point of view when yoga also comes from here and how can we marry ayurveda and yoga together so we can start noticing that okay what practices are going to move me towards the satvic state because from yogic point of view we moving towards enlightenment and what is enlightenment is coming to this balanced state the state of sattva so we constantly then start tuning into that what gives me that peace of the mind what gives me that amazing energy at the same time what gives me um, practices which take me to stillness as well and and, and if needed uh, when i need to go to sleep then they should able to help me to go to sleep so all this is you can you can take a look and then balance these yoga and ayurveda practices together and then uh, when we uh, also notice that uh, from ayurvedic point of view what constitution we have for example vata person or person with air and space dominant elements in their system will need different practices than the fire and water dominant person or uh, water and earth dominant person so this is where we can understand the ayurvedic point of view and then th- that helps us to go deeper into how, what practices we can do for ourselves if you are interested in this i have created a program call uh, yoga and ayurveda sadhana it is eight weeks program but you can take as much as time you want all instructions are given there and i have designed practices 
on in such a way that we work with each uh, chakra or the energy channel um, uh, energy wheel in our system and then how to use the yoga and ayurveda practices to work with this and it's really uh, sometimes we need a little bit more time and sometimes we need less time so depending on what's happening in your life you can take as much as time you want i have roughly given 8 weeks but again it's up to you and then you take these practices and you take them into your day to day life at the end of 8 week hopefully you will be at the state of much better balance than what you were when you begin the practices uh, head over to my website and have a look uh, yoga ayurveda sadhana course and it also uh, i have given a lot of tips in there how to bring it on board feel free to share with your family it's a really really beautiful way to really invite your loved ones also to take deeper on their journey so i hope you enjoyed today's podcast head over to sunitayoga.com and yoga and ayurveda sadhana is the course i was talking about also there is there is a dosha quiz on my website so have a look at that uh, that will help you to understand your constitution and thank you for joining me today and don't forget to subscribe thank you very much thank you for tuning in i really appreciate that that you're taking this time out of your day don't forget to subscribe take care bye for now